and welcome to Story Mode, a video game podcast. I'm Simon Evans, and today I'm joined by Jesse Munro and Keelan Simpson as we discuss the March state of play. Make sure you follow us on social media at Story Mode AUS and keep up to date with the latest gaming news at StoryModeGaming.com. Enjoy the show. Oh, we're going to have words later. <laughs> I hope one of those words is talking about how you, the only thing you want is to kill chaos. Kill chaos. I, I've been saying that. So when I play Elden Ring, I've been saying I'm immediately kill chaos whenever I go into a room. <laughs> um, and also whenever the word Limgrave comes on the screen, I can't not say Limgrave without a very bad Shrek style Scottish accent. Limgrave. Um, which I then have to follow up with, when we get to Limgrave, I'm making waffles. <laughs> I say it every time the word Limgrave comes up. <laughs> and it's good because my partner hasn't left me yet. So I was going to say, like, Limgrave. Like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. No, this game's broken me, man. <laughs> Your partner deserves a medal of some kind, I think. Yeah. Look, she's been with me for 10 years. She deserves yeah, she, she, money she does. from the government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here, here is your, your charity work. Like his recognition of your charity work, yeah. partner or carer, Limgrave. <laughs> Look, but it's a bit of a blurry line. About how I've, if I start talking about how I've been, Likewise. I'm just going to um, I'm going to talk shit about Elden Ring for hours on end. So, Keelan, how have you been? Oh, I've been good. I bought Grand Theft Auto Five on the PS Five for some reason. Ooh. Isn't it only like twenty dollars or something? Like it's, it's pretty cheap. It's, it's fifteen dollars. Ah, uh, like, yeah. Wait, Grand Theft Auto. Oh, Grand Theft Auto 5. Okay, cool. Yeah. I think you meant Grand Theft I'm like, wait, why no. did you buy Grand Theft Auto 5? No. What? No, no, no. Um, I've it's... seen some footage of it. It doesn't look as great as I was hoping. That trailer that they showed ahead of time, showing like, oh, look at all the new shadows and all the new vegetation and all this and that. It means really nothing. But what the game does do is it looks very sl- sharp and slick. And um, you get ray tracing now, which... Um, I, I can almost guarantee you, most people not going to notice. No, <laughs> well, no. That's another thing because I've only seen a few previews of it. Because look, I am going to get it. Fifteen bucks. I'm going to yeah. buy it for it. Oh, why not? Um, of course I am. But a lot of people are saying, look, there's ray tracing in the game, but is it that noticeable? It's not. It's not transformative. Like there's some reflections every now and then. But anyway, that's cool. Um, it's it's still a good game. Like uh, people. Okay, we give GTA Five a lot of shit because it's come up a billion times since it was released in 2013. Look, it's it remade a billion times because it's a very good. It's like Skyrim. It is. It's, yeah, it's a yeah. very very good game. It is a good game, like a sincerely good game. So I'm I'm kind of enjoying playing through it again because I played through it the first time in 2020 ever on PC, and I didn't have the best of times there. So I'm taking it easy. I'm relaxing. I'm enjoying it. Also, I got my first platinum ever. On, hey, on PlayStation, Horizon. Nice. Astro, Horizon. Yeah. It, okay, I didn't expect you to be that sunk into it. I, All I, right. I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's just that you get most of the um, what are they called? Uh, trophies. Trophies. Trophies along the way, just by playing the game. Yeah, they, hey, that's they were what like I like. Two that I have to go out of my way for, but no others. Hey, when games are like, oh, there's a trophy, you need to replay the game on. Hard mode and then play it again on super hard mode. I was like, fuck off. Just yeah. Or, 
or when it's like, go away. Yeah. Uh, if you, you need to make sure that you find the super secret hidden location in the second level. So immediately after you've done the yes. tutorial and you're still figuring out how the game actually feels and works, but hey, we've hidden something off in the middle of fucking nowhere, which you don't even know exists. You don't even know that there's secret collectibles in this game yet. So uh, <laughs> fuck you. Also, if you don't the do it then, is- you're not going to get it. Yeah, you're never, exactly. you're never getting or, it. Oh, you need 50,000 headshots. Ugh. Oh, I don't. Also, oh, I no, don't. Also, just quickly, fucking online achievements and trophies. Oh, online, exactly. Online achievements, yes. get in the bin. Get in the bin. I don't Absolute talk to people. Dog shit. Even talking to you two right now, I'm, I have to drink <laughs> to, 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 to do this. I don't want to speak to strangers. I know you guys at least. Well, there are so many games, especially on like Xbox with achievements and stuff, where you just can't get it anymore because you can't. Yeah play the game you can't yeah. play online bring back the achievements for like wasn't there like achievements for like watching tv shows or ordering a pizza or some shit back on the xbox there, there was at one probably, point probably yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Didn't points, back. you didn't get points for it but yeah you give did. me a platinum because i'm re-watching community for the eighth time oh my god oh. me too jesse fuck hells yeah man <laughs> oh man i'm so glad you got me into community years ago what a show what a good show and the rewatches, you always see something new something amazing mm. every time oh, what a show simon if you haven't <laughs> seen it on it. I still haven't. No, I have. Uh, yeah. Oh, I, dude, I I was against it. I I watched one episode and I didn't like it at all. And then I sat down and watched it from the start. It's really good. The characters grow and change. Mm. Not something you see often. No. Although that is generally speaking how I like my TV shows to go. Like if there isn't character growth and development, I get pretty sick of it pretty quickly. There's a few few exceptions to that, especially um you know in the sitcom category, but. Yeah, I mean, look, when you grow up with Avatar The Last Airbender, you kind of get spoiled on how good shows should be. Ah, oh, God damn it! yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a high bar to, to reach. It's so good. Never watched it and couldn't give less of a fuck about it, to be honest. Oh, well, it's you, that's your loss, man. That's you, a yeah. great show. I'm too, too old. You, you go past No, 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 mate. No, you're not. You're not too old for Avatar. It is incredible. Avatar, uh, 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 The Last Airbender is great, Jesse, but even today for like someone of like our age, The Legend of Korra is incredibly like relevant and like ta- like it's it's good. It's genuinely uh, good. Man, I'm, I'm not going like- to I'm actually genuinely annoyed at how often Legend of Korra gets overlooked and people are like, oh, but Korra is this and Korra is that. And I'm like, you know, you missed the fucking point of mm-hmm. the show. And like, it's so fucking aggravating because like it's an incredible show, and most so, people who just have like blind devotion to the Last Airbender refuse to give Korra a fair shot, and it's so frustrating because no fucking anime like, fans hating anime fans. Look at you hitting <laughs> each other, honestly, absolutely eating each other. Now, Jolly Mac, a good man, Jolly Mac from Dialog Options Podcast, in the chat, you can be in the chat as well if you tune in to these live recordings. Twitch.tv forward slash Sorry, mode A U S. I really tripped up on the word slash there because I have a lisp. Uh, Joel mentioned after party, which I've heard is very, very good. Uh, I was, uh, yeah. I, I don't know, don't even know that much of what it's about, but I was listening to um, another podcast a few days ago and they were discussing films like 21 Jump Street. And then they mentioned after, oh. like, okay, if, that, if it's in that similar vein, I'm in. Um, also, Peacemaker. I haven't watched it yet. That's the next show I need to You've watch. You've got to watch it, Jesse. But even better. Did you guys see the trailer for The Boys? No, not yet. No. Oh, 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 I'm so excited. What a show. But look, we don't talk about, we're not a a uh, TV show 
podcast. If you want that, check out Fan Critical's range of podcasts. God, I'm not, I'm doing these plugs really well today. Yep. Look at me go, 106 episodes. And Good I'm, link. I'm a semi-professional now. And look, I say that, but in a few weeks' time, we will be discussing the Halo TV show, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Mixed reviews there, but anyway. Not looking good. Move on to our topic for the day, the March State of Play. Sony announced on Thursday afternoon here in, in, in jolly old Australia um, that there would be a State of Play happening on Friday morning, uh, focusing on Japanese developers. Uh, this, I think if a lot of people listened to this announcement, then their expectations would have been a little bit more in line with what we actually got. As soon as this was announced, people were like, oh, wow, they're going to announce the God of they're show more God of War gameplay. They're going to announce that, you know, a time for it. They're going to show Resident Evil, blah, blah, blah. I mean, they could have shown Resident Evil in this one, but anyway. Could have, but not going to happen. Not for a while. The, those big announcements aren't going to happen in states of play. States of play? A state of play? They'll be their own thing. But I digress. Got a fair few games packed into a relatively short, I think it was about 20, minute, 20 minutes long. Yeah. Um, Roughly, yeah. They rattled through. Let's do the same and rattle through the games we got. Um, discuss them a little bit. First up, we got Exo Primal, which was an absolute cock tease for Dino Crisis. <laughs> I, in my notes, I wrote, guys, guys, Dino Lysis. Hey. They lied to us in my They didn't lie to us. This trailer had a bunch of dinosaurs in it. And then when I saw the mech suits, I thought it was that Pragmata game. That was yeah, right. I also thought ago. so too. Capcom, like the spaceman, yeah. the little girl on the satellite looked really cool. Oh so yeah, I, I forgot that, that existed. I thought I that thought the game. I think it'd be really good when it comes out, but I just don't know what it's going to be. Yeah, it I did be think a that tactical RPG or some shit. Pragmata took a real, real weird left turn there. Maybe that's why the planet was destroyed because there were dinosaurs reigning. But no. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the today's dinosaur forecast. So in the trailer, we see there is some sort of AI. It tells our 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 brave protagonist um, that there's you know upcoming bad dinosaur weather, which is <laughs> which is fucking dumb. And then these big portals in the sky open, and it rains Velociraptors and Triceratops, Triceratai. I guess if there's multiple multiple dinosaurs, and they're crawling over each other like World War Z, and then you fight them in anthem style mech suits. So it's definitely, not, I'm glad they didn't come out. Imagine if the trailer was this bonkers mech suit versus dinosaur weather, and then it was Dino Crisis. I was like, oh, you've really reinvented the genre there, haven't you? Yeah. I'm glad that didn't happen. That would have ruined everyone's day. I don't know, man. I think those dinosaurs look way too jelly. Like, yeah, does that look, make sense? They yes. look super yeah, jelly. They're flopping around in they're each just other. Little, yeah. Like, yeah. They don't look but, solid at all. Like, I could just I mean, cut through them with that mech was, suit. But like they they fell out of the sky and then like just got up and walked off. Like, I'm sorry. Do you not understand how terminal velocity works? Do you not understand? Yes, like, yes, Simon. The impact. That's the part that didn't make sense, mate. Uh, that's, look, that's the part that you're like, this is too far. Yeah. Sorry, mate. They had look, cloudy look. with a chance of fucking raptors. Yeah. And you're like, what about terminal velocity? Well, Simon's yeah, got I a mean, point. No, but Simon's but got it, a point. It, it completely Wild. removes the the fun of it being like an actual dinosaur that you're fighting. If it just fl- like wibbles out the sky blah, 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 <laughs> and then what? just goes bonk on the floor, like just bounces like a shitty rubber ball. Like, what is this? This isn't fun. Like, this is just- I can't get into games where they have massive hordes. I, I, they don't sell yeah. it to me. And it's the same criticism I have of the film Aliens. Yes, I'm going for a walk here. Oh. The reason Alien, Alien, look, they are both 
two of the greatest films ever made. Okay. It's okay. not, not going to twist it. Okay? Right, right. I prefer Alien, Fine. the original. Understand. The reason I prefer it is because the Xenomorph is, is, is godlike in that. It can't be defeated. There is no hope. There is only one and only has to be one to create the most amount of fear you'll ever feel in a film. Film. What a film. Okay. In Aliens, when you, as soon as you have multiple of the Xenomorph, they become fallible because some of them have to drop and you've got guns and stuff. The stakes are a little bit evened. Okay. I, I you, get what you mean. When you get, yeah. So when you have a massive horde of these raptors, you're like, these are just cannon fodder. Threat. Yeah. They're just cannon fodder. I'm going to chew through them until I have to fight a, a T-Rex, big T-Rex that's going to chew my mate up who's in a mech suit. What is, are we playing this game? Are you guys hyped for this? No. Like in a dumb way? No. Uh, I, I wouldn't play it unless it came to some sort of free to play platform. No. I'd play the I'd play the free shit out of this. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. I mean, look, I got the same feeling uh from the this was a com- comparison that we made in the pre-show when we were just sort of discussing things a little bit. Um it, you guys made a comparison to Anthem. Um you know, like the Anthem mech suits and mm. stuff. But I get the same feeling from this as I did from Anthem, which was boring. Like really boring. I thought Anthem looked incredibly boring, and I just think Exo Primal looks the same. Like I think it's got a really cool concept. It's just a shame it looks. Nah. Just quickly speaking of dinosaur shooting and all that kind of stuff, there was a game was that came rock. out a little while ago on Xbox on on the Xbox platform. Extinction. Second Extinction. Yeah, that's right. Second Extinction. And it's not bad. I played it. It's not terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's okay. kind of entertaining, but you have to play with other people. Otherwise, I don't know, something is lost when you're not playing with your mates. But I would wager that that would be basically this, but better. So, Look, it comes out uh, toward the end of the year for PS4 and PS5. Also, oddly enough, for a new IP that we had never heard of, and look, nobody was exactly crossing their fingers to see, there was like a mystery character tease at the end. I th- is it going to be a character from Dino Crisis? No. Nah, see, I, I, th- I think it was just teasing the fact that it's got a proper character creation. Ah. And that's, that's meant Sam, to be your Sam character. Sam Neil. Give me Sam motherfucking it's Neil in a mech suit. definitely a Resident Evil character. It's definitely Ooh. Wesker. <laughs> okay, that I could believe. You know, that I would actually play. Yeah, yeah. I'd, 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 Resident I'd, Evil I'd game with dinosaurs? <laughs> I'm kind of in for that. Next up. We had the 500th trailer for Ghostwire Tokyo. Uh, the new Bethesda horror open world, more open world than I expected, mm. um, judging by the previews. Um, game that's coming out in, at the time of recording, in 10 days, on the 25th of March. Uh, again, we didn't get... These trailers, there's been a new trailer every state of play, every sort of showcase, we've seen a new trailer for this game. I still don't know what the flying fuck it's about. Nah. I knew... When it was first announced, it was quite, the team behind looked quite different. Mm. Um, and I thought it was going to be more of a proper sort of psychological horror game. I was really excited for that. But over time, we've seen it, it's sort of become more, more action-orientated. We see a lot of combat in this trailer. The combat reminds me a lot of that... Uh, what's the dude in um, Overwatch? who He's like a robot who meditates Zenyata. and shoots balls. I better call him Z- Zendaya. Um, <laughs> no, Zendaya, why not? Look, look, and he's yeah, using but... his hand, he's flicking him around, he's making symbols, going all Doctor Strange in him, fighting all sorts of demons across Tokyo. Uh, the thing that got me most in this trailer is we see the use of a motorbike. Um, and then again, like I mentioned, judging from the previews, 
game is more open world than we expect. So if there's a motorbike, then Traverse is going to be a big deal. A big open world horror game? Does that tickle your fancy at all? No, nope. nah. I, I, I just <laughs> feel like... I feel like that's going to hit a lot of cool marks, but it's going to miss the things that you look for in mm. a horror game. Yeah, yeah. Like it's going to it's going to go through the checklist of like staples that are in a horror game, but not actually do any of them well. Like I, I love the that the hand things, like the animation and the enemy designs look really cool. It's yeah. all kind of different, and unique. But like if you if you're doing like a horror game, how are you going to build well, tension with an open world like a, yeah. like that kind of open world? Why are we calling it just a horror game, though? To me, this is, this is no longer a horror game. It's an action game. The, yeah, the, this looks more to me like an action game, but at the same time, in order for me to care about an action game, I want to care about it. I don't understand what's going on. I don't, I mean, like... That will come <laughs> if you play it, and I guess you care about the characters and stuff like that. Yeah, but, but I mean, like, it's not... It, the trailers haven't done anything for me to make me go, oh, that looks really yeah. cool. The only thing I think looks really cool are the the hand motions and the enemy design because they're all like twisted versions of like Japanese yokai, which cool. Like that looks really cool. But like, what's going on? Is there a real world? Is there a like supernatural world? What's going on? Like in the trailer, he gets knocked down some stairs and loses an eye and now his eye is glowing black. Like what the fuck's going on there? I don't understand. Do you think that this is like one of those games where it's almost impossible to put it into like a concise trailer to show this is what the game is because it is so like everywhere mm. at once. Maybe the last game that w- that last game that did that was Death Stranding, and I don't think you're delivering boxes in this game. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I think this game actually looks. Again, I've I've only seen a few previews for the game, um, and by the time a lot of people see this, you know, hear this podcast, the game will basically be out. So we'll discuss it a bit further in a few more, few weeks time. Um, it looks like the moment-to-moment action and gameplay looks quite fun. However, spread over a very, what looks to be a possibly very vast uh, area, I think it's going to fall apart pretty quickly. It does make me miss Tokyo, though. I would rather be in a monster-infested Tokyo than a non-demon-infested Melbourne. <laughs> That's fair. And I like and I like Melbourne. I like the really? twist <laughs> on, on the regular saying there, Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> I got a very dark version of that one, but let's move on to a little, little, uh, little gem, little crystal, a little red crystal hiding amongst the yeah, state of play. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin got a demo release at mm-hmm. the time of the state of play. I'm not sure if it's still available. I believe Actually, I it is. I believe available it's still the 19th. available. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Cool. And you can yeah, transfer some of your save data over to the main game. I do like if there are final demos for games that come out, that needs to be the norm. Yes, please. Because demos are getting longer. Like, <laughs> make that the norm and give people a bonus for doing it. Octopath Traveler did it. Triangle Strategy did it. It works fucking well. Please do it. I think Metroid but, Dread did it as well. Anyway. I'm not a Final Fantasy fan. So maybe I'll, maybe I'll start off with my thoughts to this demo. I wish I did like so many drugs and played this. <laughs> it is so weird. I don't know if it's like, it's super over the top cheesy. I feel like this game's going to bash me and take my money at times. It's the acting is bizarre. The combat is either too simple or too complex. 
but there's part of me that absolutely adores it for how bonkers it is. So in the, in, I, I didn't play the full demo. Did you guys finish it to the uh, go to to the end? Christ, no. Uh, I not, couldn't. Not the very end. I I, I killed Chaos though. At least who we <gasps> thought kill, Chaos Wait, was. Okay. Wait, we'll get back to that in a minute because you know if you killed Chaos, then I need to know about that. Basically, in the, in, in the demo, you play as as uh, Jack, cool name, bruh, um, who is accompanied by his friend Ash, and um, speaking of cool names, Jed. Um, <laughs> Uh, poor Jed. They go on some sort of adventure because a crystal told them to, uh, to kill, to kill chaos. You will hear the term, I need to kill chaos. At least if you played a drinking game in this demo and you drank every time he said, I'm going to kill chaos, you would be dead. You would not be listening to this podcast. If you did that and you listen to this podcast, you're in Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. (laughs) Demon. Some weird dude with a glowing black eye is going to come up to and do some cool ninja jutsus at you, and then that's it. Now, <laughs> look, Simon, I, I feel like you've got a lot to say about this. So, I do. so go ahead. Tell me, tell me, what do you think about this? Your your sweet sweet Final Fantasy. Okay, um, look, I recently played through Final Fantasy One uh, properly for the first time uh, when the Pixel remasters came out, and this is Final Fantasy One. However, it seems to be sort of a diversion of expectations because in Final Fantasy 1, it's the four warriors of light, which you get to pick and, you know, customize whatever. They show up at the town, like in the city of Cornelia, and you go up to the uh, to the king and you're like, hey, look, we're the four warriors of light. Look at our cool little glowy rocks. And he goes, oh, wow, the four warriors of light, just as prophecies foretold. Crazy. Um, look, go, uh, go rescue my daughter Sarah from garland like this this evil knight um and you go and rescue her and blah 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 timey wimey wibbly wobbly stuff eventually you kill chaos at the end of the game so kill chaos but like chaos is the end boss like he is the final boss and that like you go back in time to kill him and there's there's a whole bunch of weird shit that goes on um it's very very dumb like obvious nes like writing it's silly, but it's good. Like it's a really good time. I think this is. A- Sorry, wait, real quickly. The bad guy is named Garland. Isn't Jack's surname in this game Garland? Exactly. And then she asks you to find a knight. Okay, cool. Sorry, Garland. I'm going to butt into a lot of this shit yeah, because a lot of it's bonkers. This woman that this you find, exactly w- a point. princess. Yeah. She's wearing a wedding dress and she's playing. She's shredding guitar in the town square. Yeah. And no one gives a flying <laughs> fuck. Okay, no one's listening. But she comes up to you, he's like, hey, I need you to find a soldier who's been missing. You know, this tall man. His name's Garland. He was terrifying, but also really sweet. Oh, when did he get when did he go missing? A week ago? Two weeks ago? A decade. Ten fucking years ago. <laughs> An give entire up. decade. At that point, give up. He's he's dead. He doesn't think- Could you imagine trying to find somebody from ten years ago? In the times when you couldn't have phones and people were wearing wedding dresses playing guitar? Madeline McCann's awesome. parents are sweating right came now. Up- Somebody came up to me. <laughs> we all know they did it. Let's be honest. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> deep, deep cut. <laughs> oh my god! You've derailed Jesse, Simon. Holy shit! Hey, this has become like last podcast on the left. Let's get into the, into the uh, conspiracy now, Simon. You're English. You can tell us about it. Okay, we yep. know that you know things. Yep. 
So moving t- on from there, okay. <laughs> so, so it turns out, Jack Garland, Jack and uh, Jed and Jeb and Dude and whoever Hi, the fuck Jed. else, um, go to this chaos castle, and they're like, "Oh shit, we're gonna have to go through all, all the way through this castle and kill all these freaking floating fireballs, fireball, yeah. fucking bombs. I fucking hate them and so find chaos." Bullshit. So, you know, apparently Chaos is just hiding behind a few t- little miniature, like, goblin things and a few yeah. fire bombs. And yeah. um, you walk in and they're like, finally, we found you. Chaos. You must be Chaos, right? And this big knight, the knight that you see in that cutscene at the very beginning of the game. Which we'll get into in a moment. Sitting on a throne and he's like, nope, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Does he actually? That's amazing. I'm with brother Baos, <laughs> and, uh, and then you kill him, and uh, I, I won't tell. I won't tell you any Why, more though? about it. But I'm, like, it, it's, I'm here to kill chaos, not here to kill chaos's brother, General Anarchy, or something. <laughs> you look at the knight, and you think like, oh, dude, this is the knight that the princess was talking about. This is Garland, and then they're like, hey, you're Garland, and he's like, nope. And, the, and that's wrong, wrong that's, house. that's it. The game is swerving you constantly. It's just constantly sending you down one direction and telling you it's this thing, but then it's something completely different. It's so, so yeah. bizarre. That's, Simon, like you mentioned, sorry, Final Fantasy One yeah. has the the four warriors. Yes, and that is mentioned in this. That there are the prophecy of four warriors. They go to the king, and he's like. But there's only three of you. you. And, they're like, and they're just like, yeah, but you know, whatever. You know, yeah, pretty <laughs> much. You, you just, get what you get. You deal with the deck, you know, the hands you dealt. Do you, do we think it could be kind of cool if you go through this whole game and then Jack actually becomes Garland, becomes a villain? Well, that's what I'm. Four number one. That's, like that, that's, that's kind, kind of what cool. I'm expecting. Like, I feel like this is going to be a villain origin story. Um, although there's a few things about this I really don't get. First off, why does Jack have a smartphone? Why is he occasionally just holding a phone Wait, in his hand? Did, did he? Yes. If you what? oh, and they did have yeah. In the way they did have some sort of like giant ship pod thing boat. Yeah, that that was wild boat um, thing. But yeah, no, like he's got so he's got just a regular fucking mobile phone in his hand in a couple of scenes, and I'm like, what are you do? Are you expecting like? your Uber Eats delivery to arrive or something. Like, what the fuck's going on? He's just sat there with his phone in his hand. And if you've watched a couple of the other trailers, when you see the wedding scene between him and Princess Sarah, he's got his phone Aww. in his hand during the wedding. And I'm like, dude, come on. That's a time. Hashtag the kill chaos. Yeah. <laughs> when they're on that boat, my girlfriend worked past and she's a massive fan, fancy fan. She's like, that that ship's not in the air. Fucking shit game. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Like, I fucking agree. Cool. Um, the best part of this, and look, we'll get into the mechanics of it all a little bit. Um, the opening uh, CGI cutscene was dope. You see chaos coming to the castle, he kidnaps somebody, but he's like cutting people down. When he cuts them, they turn to crystal. Smoke going everywhere. I, I thought that was hype as hell. That was Not the most bad. hype I've ever felt about Final Fantasy. And it was immediately gone when somebody made a joke about having medicine and then not. <laughs> yeah. I, there, there seems to be some sort of punchline missing. But let's get into the actual mechanics of it all. I find I, I, I don't like these sort of games. It was quite action-y. The action did remind me a lot of like you know, FF15. And look, that could be way off, but that's sort of my my touchstone with, with the Final Fantasy franchise. The combat 
is light, heavy attacks. You've got a normal shield block, and then you have a magic block, which I quite like. You absorb people's magic, you can throw it back at them. I really like that move. But then, and that, that part is, is fine. You, you whack people with your swords or your daggers, whatever. But then it starts mixing in different magics and things like that you can do, like water magic and fire and grass and earth and heart or whatever. Captain and, Planet. You know, to do that, you have to dress like a wizard. But it's like, no, I don't want to dress like a wizard because I have these cool, these cool little short shorts on, okay? And this big, like, puffy coat. I look pretty cool. I don't want to dress like a wizard. And then you go to become a wizard and you don't have your sword, you got a club for some reason because wizards have clubs. Wizards use clubs. Yeah, uh, yeah, hammers. This, the combat became messy as hell. It needed either be simple and maybe have a jump button. That's neither here nor there. Or, or, or go full kind of slow, methodical Elden Ring style. Well, yeah. It doesn't know what it wants to be. And it becomes like, well, what's the best method to progress? Because I think I've got a feeling this game's going to be actually quite hard. But that's the thing. It has that vibe to it. Like this game, I was I went in sort of expecting more along the lines of like, a Dynasty Warriors sort of game. Just that sort of hack and slashy, just straightforward, mow through a bunch of enemies, all, all good. Like, you know, they're, they're not the challenge. The challenge will be the bosses. Um, but I got more Dark Souls than I thought I was going to get. Like, people people have made, I think, pro- probably quite fair comparisons to Ninja Gaiden, like the most recent Ninja Gaiden games and that sort of stuff. And I think that's, that's going to be the way I've got to approach it because I am approaching it as a as a warriors game like i'm expecting to just mow through these enemies no problem even final fantasy 7 remake like a standard enemy you can just hit a couple of times and hey look he's dead and then off you go to the next one um but i also feel like the enemy placement is really weird because it'll be like right in the start it's like goblin goblin nothing goblin 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 nothing until you go like up three stairs and then there's like one one bomb cool easy so it's like, yeah, cool, this is how you deal with a bomb. And then, like, the next fucking corridor, there's six of them just sat there. And I, I'm like, I know the exact place you're talking about as well. What the fuck that is up with you? so many times. Yeah, like and there's, a, like, an offshoot path you can go down. Yeah, you can go around, guys. But I don't like any of that. The, the whole point is that you can have a choice of how you choose to approach those encounters depending on the enemy you've got that quick uh swap so i think it's like triangle on the playstation controller you can swap to a different weapon so i have my like great sword and my my mace equipped so i can cast spells at those bombs to kill them relatively quickly with water spells and with those goblins i can just smack them with my sword you get them in a combo there's something nice about the way that the combat is kind of laid out that's that's something if i actually like learned it Properly, I think I'd be I'd be having a much better time with it. But because I kind of rushed through it, I'm kind of like, oh, this is stupid. Why are there so before, stupid enemies? Before we get spent too much time on this game, because we will talk about it a bit more when it releases, let's move on to the next one. Forspoken. Um, now, this trailer came out just a few days after it was announced that this game is being delayed um, till the 11th of October. And I think this is a really smart move to make sure that the, the main trailer that people will be watching nowadays has the correct date in it. Makes yeah. sense to me. Yeah. Um, we've seen this game a few times in, in different forms. I think this is probably the most action-packed trailer we've seen. I really liked what I saw to an extent. The the world of Forspoken looks massive. Mm. Absolutely massive. But it looks very empty. Just and a good... Again, this is judging really early. I could be completely wrong here, but just judging on what we've seen so far, 
when you're fighting enemies, you can just see nothing in the background. Yeah. Now, some of these big fights look really cool. The first fight, um, I, I completely blanked what the um, main character's name is. You're fighting a dragon and it's foggy and mm. the lighting's really good. That looks, looks awesome. Tense fight. And you're carried away. So we saw that combat and we also saw some more traversal, which is probably the thing that got me the most hype here. Uh, the way she sort of like skips on light across these fields is really cool. But the best part was she has some sort of Chappelle Corby style body, uh, boogie board thingy and she's surfing the waves. Good that for was her. Cool. She's having a great time. That was cool. The drugs. That was really cool because it reminded me a little bit also of Jack 2. Big skateboard, hoverboard. Um, Keelan, you thought this trailer was pretty cool as well, right? Yeah, I like the um, the enemy variety and the designs and like basically they're so in- intricate and I love that. I love looking at it. I like what the combat looks like. Um, but I don't think I'm going to pick this game up because of this trailer. Something about it. Simon, you were saying something. You were saying similar. Um, this I- is my least favorite trailer i i was really excited for forspoken beforehand and i think this one this trailer look makes it look like shit i think it makes the game look okay, awful well, i uh, let, let, me, let me just what, what, where, let me rephrase so i'm not picking it up at launch i'm not going to do that because i i can kind of see i know what the game is going to be like now i've played a lot of similar games recently and if i go into it i'm gonna hate it i'm gonna be miserable and like overplayed and i'm not gonna be happy down the track, I will pick this game up for sure, especially after reading a few reviews. What I'm really hoping for is a compelling narrative that doesn't drag its feet. That's far more important to me than the, the combat um, mechanics at this stage. Anyway, Sai? Um, yeah, look, I just thought it... I feel like the combat all looked very flashy with no actual impact. Um which just makes it look really boring. It makes It makes me think that all the enemies are just going to be basically health sponges that you're just going to need to whack for a while. Um, I feel like, given how cool some of the abilities looked, there wasn't enough going on. There wasn't enough of a recognition from from the game. There wasn't like a, you know, oh, nice big damage yeah. number appeared, like, you know, the enemy staggers and falls or anything like that. It all just looked mm-hmm. very, very flashy, no substance. And um, Fair enough. I feel like the... <laughs> The voice acting threw me off as well. I wasn't expecting anything great. I wasn't expecting anything fantastic by any measure. Um, but I feel like this was pretty bad. Pretty bad voice acting. And yeah, I don't know. It's just sort of throwing me off. Because I thought I thought this was going to be like some really cool game where, you know, this character gets isekai'd into, a, into, a, into another dimension or whatever. She gets some cool power bracelet thing and can do all, cool, all kinds of cool shit. Sweet. But... You use your, you make your shoes glow to jump up a little bit to kick the enemy in the head a little bit, and then if you're far away, you can shoot laser beams out of your fingers. I don't, was it your hand? I don't quite know. I don't quite know what was going on. It was just a lot of, it, it was fast food. It was it was a lot of fluff and filler, but nothing nutritious behind it my, at all. My favorite thing about that, Simon, was learning that you can use the word isekai as a verb. Shit, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Very, very common in anime communities to refer to something as being like isekai'd. So, I, I think it looked it looked cool. I think it's too early to make a lot of 
the judgment calls here. I hate games where you see like big numbers coming from. I, I don't want that type of shit. That's fine, um, but at least it comes down to the recognition of like, hey, you just you know charged up the super move, did this really cool thing, and so the boss staggers a little bit. You know, there's actual impact. Your character moves backwards because the sheer force of the ability that they used. Nah, none of that. It's just like. No, nah, you just kind of glide around, you know, do some flips and shit and shoot laser beams out your fingers. Like, hey, cool. Not what I was hoping for. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keen, but well, mm. I think I'll be picking this one up. Um, I, I will buy. I'm willing to give it a chance. When, when it comes around to review time and stuff, I will be reading all of the reviews. I'll probably not pick it up on launch day. I'll probably wait a couple of weeks and wait for, you know, some of the hype to die down a little bit and get some proper feedback. Um, it's not a game that I'm completely writing off, but it was one that I was so looking forward to. Like I've actually wish listed, wish listed it on Steam, and like really excited for it. And then this one's just completely put me off. This trailer just makes me think eh, it's just going to be shit. Hey, Keelan, Keelan, you mix the podcast. Is it wrong if I recycle a joke that I made a few weeks ago? I don't think Is it so. Wrong? No, I don't. I don't think, think so. it's. I think. I think I've done it before. Okay. Well, let's 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 do that, Keelan. I think something happened to Simon. This clearly isn't Simon. He just said he doesn't like games where the enemies are massive bl- um, uh, damage sponges. <laughs> Simon Evans, sir, come on. The monster hunter himself. Come on. Yeah, but oh, at least, like, uh, but that's you engaging. Like, you like games with good voice acting? <laughs> I got, got some bad things to tell you about some square games you like. Like, on which, you, Simon. Which, which, Simon which, 2.0. Which square game has that I openly love his terrible voice acting apart from a realm reborn because that's that doesn't count <laughs> yeah right. it would count. I with that game it counts, buddy. <laughs> now let's move on gundam evolution a 6v6 free to play basically first person shooter um which has gundams in it believe it or not it looks like uh, Overwatch. it See- does not <laughs> it looks like the most generic bullshit i've seen in the game for a while okay Same you know what's funny to me man you know what's funny? I, uh, in my notes, wrote down Apex. <laughs> I wrote down it looks more like I, Apex. I, I don't think it. I don't think it looks like either of those games because those games have gimmicks to them. It this looks doesn't... just like a straight up first person shooter. Um, but... Just to quickly finish up, come that later this year. PS4, PS5, three modes: point capture, domination, and destruction. Uh... Sorry, not not for me. No, 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 I'm good. Look, but I have a question. This is something I brought up in the pre, in the pre pre show, in the pre show, just for us boys. Um, are these Gundams big? Yes, because I haven't watched Gundam. I think a little bit. I know that they are big mechs. That's the fun of it. Yeah, they're they're massive. Why are they running around like they're just a a, a, a man with a gun? Because they're in a massive building. That's it. Why is this building so big? For for it Gundams. Could be- that um, it was built specifically for Gundams. Perhaps their um, production training. facilities and or training facility, or training facility, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that that'd be cool. Now I'm imagining one of those ridiculous like TikTok um, influencer houses, but it's all Gundams. I would watch it. The real housewives of Gundam Evolution, and just like these Gundams living in a big Gundam house. I just like saying the word Gundam. This game just looks. That's also not for me. Sorry. Free to, it's free to play. Look, uh, okay. I know I know that there are quite a lot of people that would actually be really excited about this. And if the gameplay is good, this actually could open up the Gundam franchise and like, you know, the whole model building aspect to a whole new audience, which 
I'm kind of hopeful for it because this stuff is really cool. It's got this a is massive not the legacy. vehicle to do that, sir. I don't think it is. No. I don't. I don't think it's going to like massively. But I do think there will be a couple people. You know, they they maybe have like two mates who are into Gundam are going to play this game and gonna be like, oh, we need a third person. Like, come join us, and then they'll get into it and be like, oh yeah, this is pretty fun. And okay, you know, that's maybe sort of in stuff. that very specific example maybe that will be the case <laughs> but only in that specific example and i don't like that there are three of us here and that could be our example <laughs> fuck could be but i'm not into gundam so i'm not gonna play it not yet wait till gundam evolution comes out in late 2022 for the ps5 and ps4 a baby let's move on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles the cowabunga collection i'm just gonna rattle off because there are a bunch of games in this collection mm. Really solid. Mm. I'm not a TMNT fan. But really. you know who is. You guys, you guys are like, well, our good friend and brother, Gaz, yep. from Fan Critical. <laughs> I, got, very I got a very excited text message from him. The arcade version of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. We have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time. We have Teenage oh, yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles on the NES. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. Teenage Mutant awesome. Ninja Turtles 3, the Manhattan Project. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Tournament Fighters. Why am I doing it like this? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles IV. Which is four. Yeah, that's <laughs> time. Yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles The Hyperstone Heist. Holy shit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Fall of the Foot Clan. Teenage mm-hmm. Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 Back from the Sewers. And Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3 Radical Rescue. <gasps> Fuck. It's a lot of games. Yep. I'm getting it. Probably. It's just a matter it's of a which of, platform. A lot of Game <laughs> I mean, Boy maybe. games. Yeah, how, yeah. how well yeah, look, do they hold up? It's weird. Some of them hold up surprisingly well. Like honestly, they do. Hmm. But cool. yeah. like the team behind it, it's made by Digital Eclipse, and they made the Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection. Um, they've got some good titles behind them. They're putting some good work. This is so not my thing at all. But like, if you have those nostalgia glasses on, how's yeah? But this is how's yeah. This is this, this is a great great little I, little thing. I have a brotherly duty to get this game. Um, it just, yeah, it literally depends on whatever Gaz decides, like whichever platform he chooses to get it on is the platform I'm going to be getting it on. So whether that's I'm, Switch uh, or PS5 or whatever, I don't know, whatever. I'm never going to say no to more like local coach couch co-op games. Like, they, <laughs> they, there needs to be more of that. And this one has um like art and stuff from the development as well, which is, oh, yeah, that's, that's good true. shit. I love stuff like that. Yeah. I won't play this though. Sorry. No. <laughs> Let's move on to another game I don't think any of us will play. Gigabash. Uh, when I saw this, yeah. I thought this was um, War of the Monsters, a game that I rented from Video Easy when they had nothing left and I returned it before it was due. Um, it's just a kaiju fighter. You fight around a map. You, you launch buildings and tanks at each other. You're an octopus man with a vagina face. <laughs> Have you guys ever played the board game uh, Kings of Tokyo or Kings of New York? Nope. I, unless... Your your um the answer you're looking for is like Monopoly. Then any question you start with, have you guys played the board game such and such? Is a no. <laughs> yeah, Simon, okay. I would much rather just go into voluntary isolation for the rest of my life than play any board game ever, man. I'm sorry, it's not for me. Oh, I don't know why. You're missing out. You're missing out on some great shit. I promise you. Um, but yeah, K- Kings of Tokyo, like Kings of New York, is a really fun like kaiju battle game. Um, where you are in control of the monster and basically the, the goal is to capture the center of the city and you have to defend yourself from the opposing monsters like the other players. And it's really cool. It's quite quite uh, strategy-based, but it's a nice bit of RNG with uh, dice rolls and stuff like that. And it's really fun. Um, 
and when I first saw this, I was like, oh, is this is this Kings of Tokyo or is this Kings of New York? And then, no, it's just the single most bland looking fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. And I was massively disappointed. I'll be honest here, Simon. When you start talking about board games, I zoned out. And then you said, yeah, so something of New York. And I was already thinking of Pacific Rim. And then I started thinking of Gangs of New York. And now I need a film about two gangs of kaijus that fight each other. I thought I'm Mill House was coming back there for a second, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hey, boy, I'm in a fight with all the gangs. Liam Neeson has a sword. <laughs> oh, Godzilla's um, coming look, for me, boy. No one's going to play this. It's just going to, whatever. I don't Whatever. I just want a Pacific Rim game. That's but I'm going to be Let's move on to a game that when was announced, I could hear, sorry, my very own Lachlan, Scream. I didn't even live in the same suburb as him, but I, I felt the energy radiating off this man. This man loves fighting games. He also loves JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. So when JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, R stands for really cool, it uh, was announced, he lost his shit. I got a million messages from him. Very, very excited. It's a tag team style fighting game uh, featuring the vast character of JoJo's characters. Now, look, we can't, we're not going to get too much into this because it's a fighting game. For what, all, we, all we know so far is it's a fighting game. You punch and you probably have a button to also kick. Probably. So I have another question. You guys know it a little bit. Simon, I know you you haven't seen it, so you know through other people. So yeah, I, I yeah. don't want to hear- I've got some second I don't want to hear knowledge. their opinions on it. I don't want the secondhand knowledge. I want to hear from Keelan. Keelan's the one who's watched it. I've watched, I've watched two and a half seasons. Okay, that's more than I expected you to have watched. It's, Can you explain you us what JoJo's is? No, no. It, uh, uh, let me be honest with you. Very clear. Two and a half seasons, I still do not understand any of what <laughs> I fucking watched. Okay, it's nuts. Sorry um, for the language. Let me try and explain. JoJo's is about um, meaty muscle men fighting each other Sold. and thinking <laughs> and thinking about fighting each other um it's about vampires and immortality and also yeah. some and also some of them are relatives and um yeah most of them y- yeah that's th- that's okay. basically it sorry i'll i'll give you Could i watch the show uh yes but be yeah, prepared the f- the first i think it's the first season kind of sucks a little bit but it's super important for like the world building and stuff. But then I think it's from like season two is pretty okay. And then season three is where shit season gets three. really good. Like yeah, really, gonna, really, gonna, really, I need really to find good. That for myself. Getting a lot of secondhand knowledge here. Yeah, absolutely. First-hand knowledge. I'm um, going to watch JoJo's. And if you think I've lost my mind now, you just wait. Uh, honestly, no, I promise you every single person that I've ever spoken to who's gotten into JoJo has become some weird deranged beast for a uh, while whilst they're watching yeah, JoJo's. No, we know Lachlan. It's incredible. Lachlan is a strange deranged beast. It's so all good just to, just to witness. I, w- I missed one really important element that they all do. They all do weird ass poses. Oh yeah, yeah. They just pose. The JoJo pose. It's, bas- the trailer. it's basically pro wrestling, which is why I like it. It's so fucking ridiculous. Uh, I kind of me. love it. You had me there, Keelan. You had me. I was going to watch it. Now you've uh... now nah, right. Give focus, it a go, Jesse. F- focus on the vampire stuff. It's like Castlevania, but like Japanese and campy. Right, I'm going to watch it eventually, and I'll, I'll get back to you guys with my review. But let's move on. The next game, and this is a game that we have spoken about in a bit more uh, detail, so we won't go too deep into this. If you want to listen to us talk about Trek to Yomi from Devolver Di- Digital, um, we had a fantastic episode. We delved into the kind of best indie games coming out in 2022. Uh, we were joined by Kyron and Joel from Dialogue Options. So go back, 
and check that one out on Spotify and iTunes. Just search for Story Mode, a video game podcast. Um, but in this one, we got a cast reveal. Uh, and we saw a few more supernatural elements than I think we've really seen in past trailers. I've already noticed them in past trailers, but we've seen some time manipulation. There was Ghost. Ghost. Mm-hmm. It still looks absolutely incredible. It looks like a Kurosawa film. Yeah, sure. It it looks awesome. you said it's coming to Game Pass? It is coming to Game Pass. I'm in, baby. Price is right. Yeah. Um, this is one of those games that I'm, I sort of look at and I'm like, it's quite clear that this probably wouldn't have gotten much attention if it wasn't for Ghost of Tsushima being as fucking good as it is. Oh, I disagree with that. It's Devolver. Devolver always gets the attention. Oh, Mm. No one's an overlook mm. in the old game. I disagree with if that. If it's worth it. That's, if it's, if it's worth that's the, the thing. And like yeah. people don't always know whether it's worth the hype or not. Um, so I feel like this is this is a game that they maybe they would have been a bit more unsure about were it not for Ghost of Tsushima setting the stage for more games like this. And I'm really happy that this sort of stuff is happening. I just don't know if this game's for me. But See when it comes out. Yeah, I'll give it a go uh, if later it's on, on Game Pass. Year. Moving on. To what I think was the biggest announcement of the show. I agree. Um, Returnal's returning with Returnal Ascension, <laughs> the 3.0 update. Thank you, Simon. That joke wasn't good, but I will take Let- your pity any day of the week, baby. Um, <laughs> Say it three times fast, with- and then then you can get some credit. We got campaign co-op and a new survival mode. Uh, survival mode being the Tower of Sisyphus, where you, like Sisyphus, keep trying to do the same thing over and over again until you uh, go insane. Returnal's a very hard game, guys. I don't. I think I'm the only one who's played it. Yeah, you are. I couldn't beat the first boss. I'll put my hand up and say when I played it last year, I bounced off it. I loved the design. I loved the concept. Combat is, is so fun. I loved everything about it, except for um, Shrike. Now, since then, I've changed. I've grown. I've got a little bit of a beard going on now, which I need to shave. But I've been playing Elden Ring, and I think I'm a different person now i've honed my senses i have studied the blade if you will okay (laughs) i have been reborn as tarnished and i am going to get back into this fucking game i'm going to put that shrike man in the ground hopefully with the help of somebody because the campaign co-op so if you guys want to jump on in let's do it um we're also going to get a you know the the tower sisyphus um comes with uh, some new weapons bunch of new enemies and what i really like is some new some more narrative uh a bit more story yeah which i I thought was interesting because i thought the game released with its narrative complete which i still think is a safe assumption so i'm just wondering is this like Mm. a little bit of like essentially like the post credit scene or is this more backstory and sort of background information that's what i'm wondering hard to make the judgment call on here just because i'm not very fond of the game yeah yeah um, but I've got a feeling it's going to be kind of side narrative. That's fair. And that's... Which I, I think is the best way to do it. But yeah, yeah, I, yeah, look, I'd agree. When this drops, shout out, because this is a lot of people's game of the year last year. And I, I can completely see why, but I can also see why people bounce off it really quickly. Hopefully this gets more people involved. I think it's the type of game that if you have a buddy who's played it or, or kind of knows what they're doing, they will be able to walk you through some areas. And really, it's It's going to be a fun journey with a buddy. But I also think quite difficult the way you're you're tethered together. Um, apparently, reviving a friend is kind of a 
takes a little bit of a long time. And the, the combat in this game is, is fast. It is chaotic. Uh, so it's going to be that whole, you have time to fix your friend up when, when you're playing a, like a bullet hell game. Mm. Um, are you guys going to pick up? Are you going to jump in? Come on. Mm. Sorry, nah. Not for Come me. Come to Atropos with Keelan. I think this game is actually super up your alley. Oh. If you want to see what the PS5 can do, you play Return. I'll give it a go at some point, but the, about, the I, DLCs are going to sway me. How about I lend it to you? Ooh. Price is right. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> um, I, I just like the idea as well of this this Tower of Sisyphus is really, really fun because it's it's house mark returning to their sort of arcade roots. I used to play um oh, what was that? What was that? The game they released? It was like a launch title for the PS4. Xenogun, was it? Something like that. Rezogun? Rezogun. 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 That's Rezogun. it, Xenogun. Yeah. Oh, of um, course. That is one of the best arcade games I've ever played. I I Resident Gun Two would be very much appreciated. Oh, that would be that would be great. That'd be great fun. Very good. But I like them return to the roots, being, being like, "Look, we did something different, but you know, we we know where we came from." Mm-hmm. Uh so I reckon a lot of people are getting back into Returnal. I've got a feeling this is going to be quite, quite special. Um, and then closing out the show, we had two um, Square Enix games announced: Diefield Chronicle. Now look. I'm not going to say much about these two Square games because to me, you can't really convince me that they were different games. <laughs> and we'll get to that point in a moment. But something I've mentioned in, in past episodes is the trailer used in a lot of Square games use really weird dialogue. They do. They do. Normally, if you're going to have dialogue and a bit of narration over your trailer, it's explaining the plot or explaining the character's point of view. or It, it gives you something. In this, they seem to just randomly pick lines and put them where they should, where they want to go. So when this trailer starts off, I've got it written down here. There's a female character says, um, is this really what you want? And then a male says, and you're certain that what we are doing is best for the people of the kingdom? Yes, I suppose would in a sense. True. What does that mean? <laughs> what? Ancient AI wrote this. I honestly, the thing is, right? Um, Square have gotten into a habit with a lot of their games where in the trailers they'll drop a lot of red herrings and like false flags and stuff to try and try and get the you know the audience thinking and speculating as to what it could be and try and drum up a discussion about what this stuff could be, which works really well for like established stuff. For games with a solid fan base already, you know, a solid hype train following it works really well. I think it's fantastic. I think it's a great marketing idea. It's a very natural way to make everyone talk about the game. For, the, for a brand new IP, for the reveal of a brand new fucking game, dog shit. Nonsense. Absolute yeah. rubbish. However, into what this game looks like, tactical RPG, it looks very pretty, but my God, have we seen this art style before? But also, they uh, literally just released Triangle Strategy. I, Square, are you guys okay? Like, I don't think they are. Do you need to the way sit I down? To Keelan, this is how I think Square is making games at the moment because every single time they can release, they can announce a game, they'll announce three and they will all be the same thing. This reminds me of the, um, the episodes of South Park where they find out that a, a group of manatees in a pool are I making know. episodes of Family Guy yeah. randomly. That's yep. what this is. Square Enix have a pool of manatees and a bunch of balls that have random words in it and random like, just a... Uh, uh, Oh, the three battles of the three kingdoms of Tertalia and Controlmia, 
are at <laughs> war for the heart of Princess fucking can of rum and coke. Okay. I'm <laughs> I love how that spiraled right at the end. <laughs> okay. Well, their games are as well. And they just randomly like, yeah, put it out there. Call it, um, call it fucking thunder quickness or something like that. A ra- <laughs> just random two words. Let's go. Tactical RPG. It looks pretty, but it's shit. But the thing is, right? Like, again, as I said before, we've, we've just had Triangle Strategy release and Triangle Strategy is a very good game. It's also pretty, it's a pretty heavy game. Some, some of the dialogue's a little bit janky because they tend to use sort of like old English spellings of things for like domain and, mm. you know, jail and stuff like that. Um, so it's clunky, but it fits itself in quite well because the voice acting's genuinely quite good some of the voice acting for Ooh. this was weird however oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, it was bad. there was one voice actor that i feel like i recognized from final fantasy 14 and every time i heard him i'm like oh is that is that him is that is that the guy i feel like that's the guy because if that if they're using the same studio as they do for 14 sorry, you you could pick one monotone voice from the other yes in this? actually <laughs> genuinely sorry, I'm, not, I hope, I'm not convinced it's just defeated I don't, I, we have to save the kingdom. I'm not convinced it's just voice I've actors. Died. I think it's game mechanics, concepts, everything. Yeah, art, it, everything that they're just spreading across, they're sharing. Like it's, you know, no, Square no, Enix, it, are, they're real upset about, you know, some of the performance of some of the games they've released recently financially. Because Babylon's Fall uh, no, is dog so shit and it looks like, like dog shit and why. plays like well, dog shit. That's one of the things Babylon 4 just came out. Yeah. And it's like, do they just a rush announcements to be like, no, forget that. Don't look at that. Don't look, don't look at that. Don't look at that. Now, look, I'm just going to quickly go through the other game that was announced because let's face it, exactly the same shit. Mm. It's called Valkyrie Elysium. It's about Ragnarok because that also another fresh idea from Square. Um, part of the Valkyrie profile franchise, apparently. Didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. They're just putting words together at this point. Um, and which will be split off into Valkyrie uh, strategy, uh, no, no, no doubt. <laughs> which will also then become tri- Triangle Elysium, uh, and then I- o- Octopath Chronicle, Octopath Field Chronicle, probably. It's got the I same. Shouldn't be giving um, them ideas. It's got the same bland PS3 era uh, environments as Stranger of Paradise as well. It does. So I yeah. Feel like they. You know. Oh wait, sorry. Something I forgot to mention when we were talking about Stranger of Paradise is when you die. <laughs> Jack says, that sucks. Yeah. And it's so funny. <laughs> it's so it's weird. It's so funny. It's so fucking like, dumb. I love at it. At least that Final Fantasy game is doing something different. Mm. It is cheesy. It's corny. Yep. It's an old action film. Fine. Let's do it. It's a bunch of bros on an adventure. They 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 emote. They connect through grunts. Good for them. Okay. They're on a <laughs> Literally boat, the first sentences to each other. Doesn't all, matter. Uh, uh, mm, mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. And then we get Good these job. two games, which again, you could I I can splice these trailers together and then just add a name to it and it's cool, put it out, ship it. Let my they Where's games that eat each other in the same way? This is something I brought up in the pro in the pre-show, pro-show, pre-show. <laughs> Back in like the early, like you know, 2010 to 2013, there was a glut of first person shooters, and it became such a meme to make fun of them. Like we had I'm so glad you brought this game up, um, Keon. You had uh, Fracture, Fracture. You had like Haze. All these just like God, I remember Haze. These games that were, they were basically the same game with a slight gimmick. The gimmick of Haze being the HDMI cables that came out with it. I don't know what that was. Yeah, the gimmick of so. Haze was um, you can take drugs. <laughs> you can take drugs in real life and play Haze right? if you want to. But 
it became, it really broke that genre and it had to go back and reinvent itself to an extent. And look, it kind of did. It tried some, you know, we got some good stuff out of it, but whatever. We got I lots feel of like shit though as well. Square RPG games are in that zone right now mm. and we're very much at the tipping point because I saw so many people who love Square RPGs just being like, look, <laughs> Square, honey. Yeah. Hey, stop. That's, that's how I feel. It's weird though because uh, like my Twitter feed was mostly pretty positive about Valkyrie Elysium. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, this seems like it might be something that's really cool. And then I watched Which the trailer. Which one was that? Um, the, the, the last one with the girl in it. That's it. That's all I can well, tell. Well, with the girl in it. Yeah. So, Stranger Paradise. Was she a bride <laughs> or princess? Yes. Because I'm pretty sure She's... the girl in Stranger Paradise was a princess bride. Not yeah. to be confused with the film. No, no, of course not. But... Uh, yeah, so Val- Valkyrie Elysium, like I saw people talking positively about it, and I'm like, oh, cool. Maybe maybe this will be something really exciting because people are like, oh yeah, more more stuff about the like from the Valkyrie IP. Like this will be this will be awesome. And yeah, then I watched it, and literally my notes are verbatim: it is most certainly a game that will exist. Wait, isn't, the, the, isn't Valkyrie Chronicles a game as well? Probably. Yeah. That's a. Di- that's a. I feel like that's different. I, f- I do. Is think- it though? Oh, just- Dylan, is it? It's all the same thing. You know that meme of like there's eight white guys at like the football and they're all like leaning over each other and they all look like slightly different uh, Val- weak versions of each other? <laughs> that, that is what this is. Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria Chronicles. Valkyria. Completely yeah. different genre. Yeah, game. man. It's completely yeah. different. Look, God. guys, I want to try and swear less <laughs> in this episode, but fuck me. <laughs> Are you kidding me? What is this? <laughs> it, it, it's a mess. And like you said, Keelan, Square's like, hey, our games aren't selling as well as they, as you know, we wanted them to. Because they keep releasing this shit. Is why, because you keep releasing this, the next one and people are chasing them. And each one of these games has this really like overtly complex um, lore and mythos about them. It's like, guys, but chill. Take a year off and come <laughs> up with something new. The mm, thing is- yeah, I mean, don't do a Ubisoft. Don't abuse your staff, please. Um, <laughs> Good advice. Yeah, yeah thanks. Just, yes. just putting that one out there. I know, hot take. Uh, but Sony, tune in for that one as yeah, well. So, please, yep. for the love of God. Activision Blizzard, I know you're sweating under the collar there. Uh, it's one of those things. Oh, I think all studios are. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's, it's one of those things that, like, uh, normally a Square Enix RPG is a big, momentous thing. Like, it's a oh, this is going to be awesome. Even if it's not a Final Fantasy game or a Dragon Quest game, oh, this is going to be something that's going to be really cool and it's going to be, like, massive for RPG fans. They can sink their teeth into it for a really long period of time and this is going to make them feel really good and, oh, it's going to be, like, a rich world full of all of this stuff and, like, you know, side quests that make sense to the world that it exists in. And now we're just getting junk. It's like, uh, what's in the leftover pile? What did we take out of the past 18 games? Um, some it's girl. She's got a sword on a bum. Um, the prince, she's the princess bride. She's a princess. She plays guitar. Can we chuck that one? No, no, no we just use that one. But put the guitar this thing back one. in the bin. Put it in the bin this time. Not in, like it's just. just what what, what color is the dress? White. Make it beige. Ship it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she can talk to ghosts. Yep. Cool. Perfect. Chuck it in there. Um, oh, ask the manatees. Roll the dice. Ask the spirits. Let's work it out. <laughs> 
Like, oh, what, what franchise haven't we used for a while? Um, oh, Val- Valkyrie. Valkyrie, yeah, whatever the, the hell for that franchise is called. Yeah, yeah, cool. Let's slap that label on it. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Come on, quick, quick, quick. We've got another 14 games to make before the end of the financial year <laughs> or else uh, we're going to be screwed. People need to forget about Babylon 4. Go, go, go. <laughs> distract, distract. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. It's not sustainable and it's, you know, an incredible developer, but they are, they are Marge Simpson when she buys that fancy pants suit. And she keeps changing it slightly to impress her friends. And eventually they get mm-hmm. sick of her. Yeah, that's what's happening. Square, I'm looking into the camera right now. Square Enix, you are Marge Simpson. Stop <laughs> it. But please crump with All me. Right. <laughs> now, let's kind of wrap this one up and talk about our overall thoughts on this. Um, I was going to call it a direct. The state of play. It's, as much as the shit as we spoke about just then, I actually had no problem with it. I think it was fine. I think it was good. It people this it wasn't our first set of play. We've had we've had a fair few of them. Can't believe people still don't understand quite how these what these are and how they work. We these are not mini E3s. These are literally just little updates. Hey, this is what our developers are working at the moment. That doesn't mean that every month we're gonna get, you know, oh, the Forbidden West DLC and the God of War trailer and release date and you know uh, the ps6 is being announced in november like <laughs> and the we're not in, gonna guess all of that the they free included clear what they said. hey well maybe they would have that would be great <laughs> they as part of that's an add-on for the vr i was about to um, i was about to make a vr joke there but um actually you're throwing me off because i really want to pre-order this thing um <laughs> blowjobs or no you, you're in i'm in baby um we need to get our expectations right. They announced it the day before. They were very clear. Hey, we're going to focus on Japanese developers here. I was shocked we even got Returnal. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, could, was... this, could this have been an email for us as an audience? I'm talking about the three of us. Sure. Put it as a PlayStation yeah. blog post. Fine. However, maybe this wasn't made for us, this, this set of play. I'm sure people who love you know, Japanese developers, tactical RPGs, the same Square Enix game being pumped into their veins every two minutes. Would have gone off for this. There's a lot to be excited about here. There's some cool little That's right, titles that we would have gone over. Would if I read, I read the PlayStation blog every time it gets updated, would I have looked twice at Gundam Evolution? No. Am I looking at it twice now? Still no. But now I can make fun of it because I actually know what it's about. Yeah, true, true. The, the, I have context for it, and there is probably somebody out there who really likes Gundam. That's the thing. Maybe oh, there, a little there bit are, too there, much. There's and a lot of people that fucking love Gundam. You'd be surprised. That's the thing about no, 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 these. I know that, but I mean, I'm not saying they're looking forward to, to this game. No, but I- <laughs> Jesse, say the thing about these that makes me—it raises a lot of questions for me. It makes me curious. These games are continually pumped out year after year, and yet it seems like in the Western sphere of gaming, there's little to no interest in the majority of what is announced at events like these. Who's buying these? And why? what do they like about them so much? I'm so curious about that. That's the main thing that I got out of this. It wasn't bad. It was just different. And they made that very clear from the from the get-go. So now I'm curious, like, who loves this shit? Who who loves the thousand Square Enix games that come out and the, the weird dinosaur rain oh, Simon, games? Simon you know? Sweden. Simon <laughs> Sweden. <laughs> Simon. Uh. I'm not. I'm not but targeting like, you. Look, here, <laughs> I mean, look immediately like, after like this, I'm going to go play Final Fantasy. Yeah. So, fourteen. Dino Crisis S game. I don't know if that's free to play or not. I kind of hope it is. 
But if if we didn't see this and it came up on the PlayStation Store on the front page, and I didn't I didn't see this uh, state of play, I would look twice at it. Now if I see, it, I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna give it a go. Um, there's other games in here like Trek to Yomi and stuff. When state yeah. of plays happen for indie games, super important. Um, I got up to no problem with this. The weird thing with the state of play though is another has already been announced, and we'll talk about this a bit yeah. more in next week's episode on uh, Friday, which would be what the 18th or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah. getting a uh, focus on Hogwarts. Hogwarts legacy um go through that another time kind of weird to have two in such rapid fire but whatever i've look i think, I think fine people need to get a head around expectations people need to learn to read the announcement and properly set the expectations from i there. mean yeah i think i think it's kind of hard like i i thought it was okay like i didn't think it was bad by any measure i thought there was quite a few bad things in it there was also quite a few really good things. Like I think the Returnal stuff looks incredible. No, no. Like looks amazing. Like even though I'm not interested in the game, I think it looks really cool. Trek to Yomi looks awesome. Jojo got me really excited, not for myself, but because my younger brother fucking loves Jojo. And I know that he's going to play the shit out of this game. Like he's going to be so invested. In and I'm like, hey, yeah, like this is really cool. Same with the TMNT stuff. Not really for me, but it is for Gaz. And I know that that's a big, that's a big thing for him. And mm. like, that's cool. And I enjoy that. But at the same time, I think it's because the last Nintendo Direct was so cool, people's expectations were unfairly heightened. Exactly. And They're not comparable. Yeah, absolutely. Like the the two very different things. It's two very different ways of communicating because Nintendo make it a big event, generally speaking, unless it's a like an indie land thing and it's like, hey, no, this is just the indie developers, chill out, like cool your jets. Um, you know, normally they, they make it a big a bigger thing. But yeah, like this time it was I guess the equivalent of last time Nintendo did an Indie World update and everyone lost their fucking shit because like, where's Breath of the Bio Toad? Blah, 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 blah. And yeah, see, they said it's not going to fucking happen. Sort of Shut things. up. <laughs> Look, E3 is no longer a thing. We do not have a big spot where these sort of games can be announced. And even if we do, the turnaround for games is becoming a lot shorter. Okay, people's scope of games. And then you've also got things of like Game Pass and stuff. People's access to smaller games and games they wouldn't have played in the past because they didn't want to fork out $90 for them is much wider. So keeping people updated uh, with sort of the current events in, in your own game space makes sense. You can't just wait for you know, July, E3. Let's announce fucking, what's that game called? Exo Primal. No one's going to care. No. <laughs> and then it you know, comes in three months. No one's going to care. These make sense. Chill. Just, everyone just... Down, I'm seeing so many angry, like really angry shit on uh on social media. It's my fault. Why am I on social media? Anyway, Keelan, what did you think of it? Yeah, it's great. Yeah, that was positive. And look, I think <laughs> uh, you actually brought up a really good point <laughs> there, said, Simon. I've, I've said my piece already, Jesse. Yeah, I, when, I think- when I said this wasn't for us, but we've brought up Gaz would have lost this shit over to Ninja Turtles. Lockie, you lost this shit over JoJo's. Cool. There is someone out there for these games. Yeah. I'm like, there's, like there's going to be a Gundam fan Daddy. who's just cried, just wept openly into their smartphone at the sight of Gundam on their PlayStation. They're going to be like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. Like, there are those people. It's great that's, for them. Yeah. And if you are one of those people and you want to hear us talk more about Gundam, well, sorry, that's not really the show. <laughs> but sorry. who knows? We may talk about it more in the future. And if you want to keep up to date with it, future episodes we're on spotify and itunes that one was a walk wasn't it a little bit 
search for Story Mode, a video game podcast on Spotify and iTunes. Give us a subscription. Give us a review. Give us a, a four stars, I reckon. Let's not be greedy. Um, no, give us, a, give us five stars. Come on, do it. Just do it. Um, obviously, while you're there, search for Fan Critical Podcast. Um, we're part of their brilliant network. They review a bunch of TV shows and movies and all sorts of things. We have to get one of those guys on soon the Halo franchise. Uh, the uh, announced, possibly, God of War that may be happening. Mm. Mm. Catch up with that one. Um, if you want to keep up to date with all the news, such as that God of War show, StoryModeGaming.com is a place to be if you want to keep up to date with all of our social media goings-ons. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at StoryModeAUS. Uh, that's where you can keep up to date with, with everything we're doing. We've got a lot of stuff in the works at the moment. Um, you can also keep up to date with what sort of streams we have coming up. And if you want to follow us on Twitch to see those streams, at Story Mode AUS, we have a bunch of games, a bunch of podcasts, we have all sorts of things. We've also got a bunch of brand new templates. Come come and have a look at how shiny we look now. Like Very shiny because we're sweaty, but That's also our, our overlays are quite nice. Um, and of course, we're on Patreon as well, so it's a fan critical. Check out bucks away. Get access to a bunch of bonies. Boonious. Boonious. <laughs> I broke right at the end. Uh, so close to perfection. God damn it. Keelan, Simon, that was a fun one. It was. It was good, guys. Thanks for joining in. Um, as always, thanks for listening, everyone. Guys in the chat, thanks for stopping by afterwards. And if you want to, again, if you want to be part of that uh, growing Twitch community, we have twitch.tv forward slash story mode AS. Jump on board. But stay safe, play some games, and we'll speak to you next week. Bye. 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 Hey, yo.